Hello, this is Manny Ramos, your host of Rise Up, Real Issues and Stories of Every One of Us podcast. First, let me talk about who we are. I'm Manny Ramos, a board member of PNAA, a past president of the Philippine Nurses Association of Central Florida. I'm a professor of nursing at Valencia College here in Orlando and an adjunct faculty at William Patterson University. With me today is my co-host, Mindy Ofiana. Mindy? Thank you, Manny. Hello, everyone. As Manny has said, I'm Mindy Ofiana, Legislative Committee Chair for PNAA and the Corresponding Secretary for PNAA Foundation, was a past president for PNA Southern California and an adjunct professor at Charles R. Drew University, Department of Medicine and Sciences. Manny? Thank you, Mindy. Today, we have a panel of guests who are here to talk about their chapter, PNAA, PNAA Metropolitan DC. We have Carol Robles, president of PNA Metropolitan DC and the chair of PNAA Communications and Marketing and co-chair of the Nomelec. Lourdes Carieca is a senior certification outreach specialist at the American Nurses Credentialing Center, a subsidiary of the American Nurses Association in Silver Spring, Maryland. Lourdes is the immediate past president of PNA Metropolitan DC and the chair of the Wellness Committee. And we also have Christine Pabico, the director of the Pathway to Excellence program at the American Nurses Credentialing Center. She's also the president-elect of the Philippine Nurses Association of Metropolitan DC. Christine, Lourdes, and Carol, welcome to Rise Up. Hello. Wow, oh. it's really good to see you guys. You know, um, hope to see you at New York. Anyway, my first question is, were you all guys born here or were you born in the Philippines? And how did you come here to the United States? So we can start with Lourdes. Oh, um, Mindy, thank you for uh, like inviting us. This is like great. I've been watching Rise Up and I was like, I, you know, thank you for the opportunity to be able to speak about PNAMDC. So I wasn't born here. I was born in uh, Pansanghan, Laguna, actually, uh, but I grew up in Manila and um, had uh, graduated from Far Eastern University and soon after having a year of um, working in an ICU unit in the Philippines, I got an opportunity to work at uh, Carilion, Roanoke Memorial Hospital in uh, Southwest Virginia. So my uh, career started off at, uh, in Virginia and um, now had taken uh, two different places um, in uh, Innova, uh, Innova Health System as a uh, nurse clinician and a, a nursing manager. So I wasn't born here, but um, technically I have probably lived in this country longer than I have <laughs> lived in the Philippines. Uh -huh. Thank you for the question. I see. All right. Carol? Yes, I wasn't born here too. Carol. <laughs> I was actually... <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I thought you can't hear me. Um, I was actually born in Manila, and um, I, I won't say the year, you know. Um, I came here as a, a working visa, <laughs> under the working visa, um, H-1B, and um, my career has always been long-term care since 1991 up to now, and um, I enjoy working with uh, elderly and um meeting their families. I see. Christine? 
Hi. So very similar to Lourdes and um, um, Carol, you know, I was also born in the Philippines. I actually grew up in Quezon City and I came here when I was 14. And at that time, I was, I was a freshman in high school. So, you know, finished high school here, attended um, George Mason University uh, for my undergrad in nursing and also my master's. Um, and ended up actually uh, working at Innova Health System, the same system that uh, Lourdes worked at. Mm, wow, I see. quite a diverse um, guest tonight as far as their uh, backgrounds are concerned. Now, we invited you here tonight to highlight your chapter, the PNA Metropolitan DC. You've been in the news lately, you know, with the PNAA. Um, and also you've been receiving awards. So we want to highlight your chapter just so the other chapters can also learn from you. So I'm going to start and ask uh, Carol, um, how is PNA Metropolitan DC today? Um, hmm. We are growing and uh, we are growing fast. But I, I'm uh -huh. sure, you know, there will come a time that, you know, it will stop. But um, we have um, grown 125% since uh, July 2021. And wow. uh, we hope to retain a lot, a lot and recruit more of these uh, members. Uh -huh. um, we have been very busy and Christine can talk about it later. We uh, received a big grant from Montgomery County and we are very um, happy that we mm -hmm. have collaborated with the Philippine Medical Association of Metropolitan Washington, D.C. What oh. else? Um, our members. Okay, so I, I, I have think, another. Uh, go okay, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead, Carol. Finish it. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if I'm gonna continue or stop. <laughs> when do go I ahead. stop? No, go ahead. Huh? Okay. Go um, ahead. No, I, I just want to say that uh, our members are are young, com younger compared to what <laughs> we usually have. Ouch. I want to say that we have a lot of under fifties, mm -hmm. and uh, they're probably like maybe sixty percent. So wow. we are very happy that um, PNA MDC will um, survive. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I you. See. All right. So, Christine, this question is for you. Um, usually before you go up, you're down, right? What were, what were your experiences during the time that you were down that made you guys go 125% improved? I think it was very difficult before, well, especially, you know, during the pandemic, um, mm -hmm. you know, just being able to retain the nurses. Um, but I think because um, our chapter has remained relevant and visible, you know, throughout that time and really offering so many uh, different resources and support to the members and, you know, even just other uh, Filipino nurses in the community that we were able to stand out and, you know, um, Filipino nurses realized, you know, that there is value to joining the association. And I think the one thing that, you know, Carol has done a wonderful job in is really engaging the new members that now I think part of the success of, you know, the great numbers that we're seeing is because the new members are starting to recruit, you know, their friends to also join the association. Nice. 
Lourdes, you are the pa- immediate past president of uh, PNA Metropolitan DC. How was it? How uh, you had what two years term? Yeah. How um, was it that? Was actually, How was yeah. that for you? Um, it. I, I guess it. It's a. It's. I would describe it as a really bittersweet um, term. Uh-huh. You know, there's uh, lots of um, great things that I could relate happen. I mean, during despite the COVID, um, but you know, I. I I think, you know, I just wanted to, you know, like sort of um, state how beautiful is this that we're talking about a chapter and we have the past, the present and the future leaders here together talking about how our chapter has been. And yes, it's it's a past leadership that I had, but I think uh, pretty much as how we have been through many years. The chapter's Mm -hmm. success is probably because of the continuous um, support that leaders after leader or mm-hmm. even, um, you know, officers who are very committed in pushing the mission of the organization forward stays through um, despite the pandemic. And um, I, I could, you know, I could state that when I when I, I was inducted in 2019, I was on top of the world thinking like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting. I could do something about uh, the organization, do a little bit mm-hmm. more for it engage members. I mean, I had great committee chairs uh, working with me and we had great, um, we have really great goals. We have a strategic um, uh, leadership retreat that we put together. I mean, even before um, we joined uh, Aureliano as a past president, we were like having these strategic goals in place on how we could move the organization forward. And we were excited for 2019 to 2021 and then COVID happens. Right. But despite that, I think we grew a lot from it. We created the value and continued to sustain the value of the organization. Mm-hmm. A lot of the organizations suffered with membership. Mm-hmm. And I right. have to be, I have to attest, it was really a struggle to get members, you know, to renew when, how could you, when safety is a, is a compromise. So right. I, I think in, in uh, 2020, although we took a dip in our membership, our numbers really went up with uh, the efforts of Carol Robles, uh, you know, on the onset of the new normal to try to invigorate yeah. the members to come in. And I think they see the value that the mm-hmm. organization has in trying to um, really raise up the Filipino American nurses. And I think with PNAA aligning us um, ourselves with the, the goals and initiatives of PNAA, we were able to really sustain that. And I think um, I mm-hmm. just want to make sure that, that I uh, state that. Cool. Well, and Manny, if I may add something, you know, as well, yes. I think we always hear about the statement of, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Uh-huh. And you yes. know, that was yeah, absolutely yeah. the case, I believe, because, you know, Lourdes is absolutely right. You know, even though there were a lot of difficulties, especially during the onset and the peak of the pandemic, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, it was during her term when, you know, she made sure that we had so many different initiatives to make sure that, you know, we yeah. are um, staying relevant and visible, you know, in the nursing Uh community. And, you know, because of that, you know, when uh, Carol took over and of course, with all of the other innovative ideas that she had, she was able to leverage on the Mm -hmm. success and the effectiveness of, you know, all of the things that, you know, Lourdes has put in place. So even for myself, I look forward, I know I'm stepping in, you know, I mean, these are big shoes to fill, you know, but I definitely am looking forward to building on the things that Uh they've already put in place. 
So, so um, with all those things that has been mentioned, Carol, what is one thing that you've that you can be proud of as uh, the past president that you created in making sure that you have sustained one hundred and twenty five percent increase? What was that? What 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 project or strategic plan did you did you are proud of um, to share? With me, so I can tell PNA Southern California as well. <laughs> well, thanks to ILDP, uh, membership recruitment and retention is actually my project management yes. plan, and I was privileged to present it during the Leadership Institute in uh, right. Georgia, That's right. PNA Georgia. Um, looking at it though, uh, it I, I had to do some changes. You know, it, it's not. It's not exactly the plan that I made. I had to make some uh, adjustment, um, but with the same end goal of still recruiting more members and making them feel that they belong to the organization, um, I um, I try to friend them on Facebook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I message them uh, through that. I also text them. Uh, one thing that I started um, with the membership is that um, with our membership packet, uh, we usually give a t-shirt uh -huh. for our new members. So our treasurer usually uh, mailed that. So I told her, you know, I want to do it. Let, let me do the mailing because I want to put a little note coming from me, welcoming them from the president. So uh, I write my little notes. I put a, a PNA MDC pin <laughs> and um, I, put, I put a car sticker and and the t-shirt and then uh, i mail it uh, myself um uh, and and they're very happy uh, when they receive it they they do send me text or email and uh, i think you know that is something that uh, they're probably you know um looking for good good I see wow that's something we can do yeah. <laughs> uh, Christine, uh, Carol mentioned a while ago about a grant. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Sure. And, you know, I would consider that probably another great accomplishment that, you know, um, Carol, you know, has mm -hmm. encouraged us to do. I, I think all of us, you know, are aware of what nurses have gone through in the last couple of years. And, you know, that's the reason why when the opportunity came up from the Asian American Health Initiatives and also the Primary Care Coalition to apply for this grant, you know, we quickly jumped on it. And when I say we, that's Carol pushing us to jump on it. <laughs> but, you know, we knew that we wanted to offer resources to support our nurses. And this was one way. And, you know, we were very right. fortunate that the proposal that we submitted was selected and we received a grant for $75,000. So as you wow. can imagine, you know, wow. yeah, that money is huge, nice. you know, for us. Wow. So that enables it us is. to put together a huge. comprehensive Heal the Healers program, which included a uh -huh. well-being webinar series. Ooh. It included peer-to-peer -peer support groups. And then because we know that there's um, correlation between heart health and mental health, we also included ways to get nurses moving. So we offer the steps challenge and because Filipinos love to dance, we also mm -hmm. offer the dance to wellness event, you know, to help ease some of the nurses stress in a fun and joyful way. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. So, okay. 
I'm at a loss to ask a question since I'm just admiring things that you are just mentioning, guys. So, if there, are, this question is for the three of you. Describe one with one word what PNA Metro DC is. One word. So, Lourdes. Um. Wow. I'm gonna be the first one to say what one word I can what use. One word. Yeah. DC. Um, I, I would go to, um, the word growth. Um, it has never stopped growing. And, um, to me, I think as focused as it has been since its inception in 19, early 1979 or something, and for focus on medical missions and 18 medical missions down, you know, that we have completed um, it, I think growth is part of it and it's, it's, it's not, it hasn't stopped. I mean, it's mm-hmm. unstoppable. That's the word. It's unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I change okay. it. Carol. Hmm, I, I don't know. I, I also want to say we're resilient. Um, uh-huh. you probably don't know, but, uh, PNA and DC way back had, you know, some problems, um, to PNA MDC at one time, oh. but you know we have outgrown that, oh. and uh, yes, and our you know leaders um, really made made it to the top, and now we're we're here. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to say we're also resilient. Good, Christine. Well, and I want to think that, you know, we're very intentional mm-hmm. in what we do to support the members and the community that we have. You know, so just to give you an example, with the well-being webinar series that we offered, there were five topics that we selected. And again, we were very intentional in those topics. You know, so in the first webinar, we discussed the current state of the mental well-being of our nation's nurses. And that's because we wanted to share the why. You know, why is it important to provide this Heal the Healers program? And then we followed that with the evidence-based strategies to mitigate stress and burnout. And then also followed that with a webinar about anti-Asian uh, bias and hate, because we also recognize the negative impact that you know that's had on our community. Um, and then, you know, for the fourth webinar, because we know that the ANF survey showed that more than 40% of nurses identified family finance as one of the top concerns outside of work. And we know that's so true for Filipinos. You know, we offered a webinar that um, covered uh, estate planning and also how to set ourselves up, you mm-hmm. know, for financial wellness. So, you know, I have to say that we got so much positive feedback from that webinar alone, and that probably had the most engagement uh-huh. because many verbalized that they gained valuable information. And then to round it up, you know, uh, the last topic was about narrative medicine, because that was something that, you know, was pretty new to us, even for me, you know, I wasn't as familiar with it, but it was a great way because our spe- uh, to end the webinar, you know, series, because our speaker talked about how reflecting, uh, writing, and also sharing our own stories can be a huge part of our healing. So as you can see, even in just thinking about that webinar wow. series, we were yeah. very intentional. Yeah. So those are great words. Yeah. Unstoppable, resilient, and intentional. I'll take those three <laughs> words and bring it to my own chapter. Very nice, very nice. So as we move forward, um, we always want to think of opportunities and aspirations. 
So I want to circle back to Lourdes. I, I know you're the immediate past president, but, but we'll have uh, Christine speak last because she's the president-elect. But let's start with you because you're the immediate past president. What opportunities and aspirations uh, do you see? And um, are there any thoughts about that in relation to PNA uh, Metropolitan DC? We have to try as an organization, and I think Carol, as, a, as, a, as the current president, is already tapping in it, how valuable people are in any organization and uh, focus on, on membership, what truly is most meaningful. Uh -huh. uh, as, um, as Christine has mentioned, being intentional, you know, survey after survey, we want to really make sure that we are on top of what, what is our finger touching on the on our mm -hmm. on the pulses of our members, like areas of opportunities to stay as relevant as we are and how important it is for our Filipino American nurses to realize the impact that they can create, not just in practice, but in within their community. And, um, you know, wanted to make sure that that trifecta of where mm -hmm. I am as a nurse practicing in my own setting, affecting my nursing profession and how I could expand that in having uh -huh. the opportunity to do this in the community. Uh, PNAMDC has always been uh, a great, um, I believe, a great nurturing environment for uh -huh. that purpose. And I've been a member of PNAMDC since I was recruited there in 2006. And so from then on, I just felt that that opportunity for, the, you know, like nurses finding out that their, their meaning and um, purpose is mm -hmm. not just in their profession or their family and it's in expanding it towards the community. Um, is, you know, a testament to what Filipino American nurses are. And we had repeat surveys, and I wanted to share that with you. When we asked our members what is, what is it that they find most valuable in being a member mm -hmm. of PNAMDC, and that is topmost all the time consistently is to be able to give back. Uh. And the opportunity of that, of our chapter, to be able to give them that engaging environment to be able to give back and be part of the community as a, in a larger uh -huh. aspect is what PNAMDC has, um, has tapped on as far as opportunities. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lourdes. Carol, Carol, what, what do you see uh, as the opportunities and, and what are your aspirations as a chapter? Okay. Well, aspirations. Uh, Lourdes already talked about it. Uh, my first one is really more on community outreach, community service. Um, uh -huh. And like what Lourdes said, that's what the um, members want. And um, so uh -huh. we, we are very involved, not just locally, but also um, internationally. And of course, most mm -hmm. especially in the Philippines. Um, we have several right. um, projects with the um, uh, ATAS in Sambales. Um, first mm -hmm. one is about uh, providing them with uh, clean and continuous water supply where we had um, funded around 23 jetmatic hand pumps so that they can have mm -hmm. uh, clean water. Otherwise they have to walk like miles to go to the river or somewhere to be able to get their um, water. Um, we're also uh, partnering with the same group and um, we're very fortunate that um, Beth Ramirez, Dr. Ramirez is uh, mm -hmm. very uh, diligent in um, finding all these projects for us and um, we are funding some uh, 
uh, training for the ITAS, like the carpentry, uh, cookery, embroidery. We have given them um, solar lights so that uh, for the first time in their lives, they have like uh, light at night and they can actually uh, read at night. I'm right. aspiring to have more of those because, you know, it really feels good, you know, once you see uh -huh. that you're able to help. And, and that's what our members want. Last one is education. Uh -huh. uh, thanks to Lourdes, we mm -hmm. have rolled out our uh, success space program in which we are giving opportunities uh, for three of our members for this year to get their uh, initial certification, nursing certification, and we will uh -huh. pay for it. For it, so uh, they will have two chances of wow. taking it, and uh, PNA MDC will uh, shoulder the expense. So, hopefully, uh, people will take advantage of it. And I think so far we already have at least three applicants. So, I think we're good. Nice. And Christine, as the president elect, um, incoming as a president of PNA MDC soon, uh, what? The opportunities have you been exploring or uh, been interested to do and what do you aspire uh, PNA MDC to be in the next uh, probably even five years right we look out that far yes well I think people who know me um, you know Mindy and Manny knows that you know one of my mantra is to never sin sit in neutral so I'm always finding opportunities, you know, to improve anything, you know, that that I immerse myself in. And um, I think, you know, Carol and Lourdes have already talked about the great growth of the association. But I, I think that we still have opportunities, you know, for the retention piece. It's one thing, you know, to be able to recruit someone, but, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to retain right. them is another issue. And even right. hearing from new members, you know, that uh, we may be lacking resources and things like that for them to really get to know what the different committees and um, initiatives are. I think those are opportunities that, you know, even now, you know, we, we can begin to work mm -hmm. on. And um, mm -hmm. I always, you know, welcome uh, feedback like that because some people might think of that as negative feedback. I embrace those type of feedbacks mm -hmm. because I think that's the type that, you know, can elevate us, you know, to a, to a uh -huh. different level. And then when it comes okay. to aspirations, I'm really focusing on, you know, as I mentioned earlier, leveraging on the success that, you know, um, Lourdes and Carol has already put in place, but also really focusing on two groups that, you know, I feel mm -hmm. really needs, um, you know, the attention and also, you know, mm -hmm. our vulnerable po population. And, you know, uh -huh. those two groups are um, the new nurses that are graduating you know, they're entering our profession in such a difficult yes. time that, you know, I really right. think that we need to provide resources for them to really make them feel supported. Um, and then the other group are also nurses that are coming from, you know, the Philippines. Uh, I've spoken mm -hmm. to many hospitals across the nation and, you know, they've opened up, you know, uh, recruitment again, right? And they're actually doing yes. direct hires of Filipino nurses coming from, you know, outside of the U.S. And, you know, as we mentioned earlier, we all came here when we were teenagers. And I still remember the first couple of years, you know, being the hardest. So how can I support those nurses that are coming in in helping them with the enculturation? And, you know, one of the things that I've already started and I shared this with Carol is actually working with the chief nursing officers. You know, so there's two hospitals now in Virginia that I'm working with. 
you know, because my goal is to actually have them support the new nurses membership, you know, to show them the value of making sure that those um, new nurses are members of the association. So those are my, my opportunities and aspirations. I'm sure that's going to be in addition to many more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm pretty sure. You know, you guys have shared so many wonderful things with us today in a very short time. And I'm really inspired with all the things that you have shared. Yes. So what would be a number one takeaway with all the many things that you have? What would be the number one takeaway that you want our viewers and listeners to know that as a successful um, chapter, getting all these awards and um, sustaining sustaining your gains, what would be the number one takeaway? I'll start with Carol this time. Okay, I think it's um, leveraging with uh, what you have already, which are your officers and past presidents. They are very knowledgeable. They could do a lot for your uh, chapter and, and for your you know association. Um, like what they said, surround yourselves self with a lot of good people, good leaders, and, and you, you will see success. So that's I think that's what wow. uh, we have in PNA MDC. All of our commu committee chairs like Lourdes, Christine, Marisa Usman, Joy Arlyano, Ida Imperio, yes. and a lot more. They all bring in uh, the best to the table. How about you, Lourdes? To me, I think it's like, really the importance of reaching out, that you're not alone. As, as a leader of an organization, reach out. Um, there are highly empowered uh, officers who sometimes are just shy to step up and you just need to sort of um, provide them the necessary, um, uh, you know, like prodding or guidance. But it's just like, you know, like every single officer that we have at, at PNAMDC has the potential of being able to do something and contribute to um, to what the organization can do and make a, a total difference. And the importance and strength of partnerships and reaching out to um, similar like organizations um, that we have around us. Um, you know, the, the partnership with Philippine Medical Association started in 2020 during the peak of COVID. And it was with that that we knew we were both struggling as an organization and how can we address vaccination hesitancy? Like uh, PNAA is already addressing it with multiple partners. And I think as a chapter in, in Metro DC, we reached out to Dr. Keon and that's how the partnership went on to be able to get the grant task force going and to be able to have this, um, you know, uh, Heal the Healers program. We have focused initiatives that really had been because of collaborative work. Um, you know, the American Diversity Group, um, which is a, a multi-diversity group here in, in Montgomery County, has been our partner since our past president, Nora Mendoza. And we're still continuing on with those uh, partnerships. I think leveraging and collaborative work and similar like organizations around us. And of course, the trying to make sure that we continue to realign ourselves with PNAA's goals and initiatives keeps us a strong chapter. Thank you. About you, Christine. I have to say, can I say ditto, ditto, ditto? Because, you know, I everything else. <laughs> but, you know, I also want to say, you know, making sure that we recognize people's contribution. Also making sure that, you know, we recognize people's contribution and also, you know, selecting, just like I said earlier, being intentional. And again, 
part of that is finding things that are meaningful, you know, to the members and the officers. Because, you know, just like the uh, example of the grant that, you know, we talked about earlier, we couldn't have done it without the shared commitment and the passion of every single member of the grant, you know, task force. And, you know, the amount of time sacrificed, the attention to detail and the desire to make sure that every single event um, was successful were absolutely commendable. But, you know, although they spent countless of hours planning the initiatives for them, it was all worth it because they knew that the nurses that they were doing doing it for, you know, was worth it. And I think when you do something that is meaningful to you, you just naturally shine. And in fact, even in our uh, monthly meetings with our grant funders, you know, AHI and PCC, you know, they also shared with us how they considered us as their exemplars and how they presented mm -hmm. our success story to their board. You know, I, I mentioned that because, as I said, when you do something that's meaningful uh, to you, you know, you definitely get everybody's commitment and passion. And, you know, that will make the association uh, shine naturally. Even with the very Thank short you. time that we had, you have shared very wonderful information from a very exemplary chapter, PNAA chapter, PNA Metropolitan DC. I'm sure that our listeners and viewers um, will uh, learn a lot from this episode. And um, on behalf of Mindy, Rodney, and our Rise Up team, I, I want to wish you the best as you move forward and upward. And that is all that we have for this episode. I want to thank our guests, Carol Robles, Lourdes Cariega, Christine Pabico, and my co-host, Mindy Ofiana, our director and producer, Rodney Cahudo, Carol Robles, PNAA Chair for Communications and Marketing, our advisor, PNAA Foundation President, Nancy Hoff, and our executive producers, PNAA President, Dr. Marie Joy Garcia Dia, and PNAA Executive Director, Carmina Bautista. Join us every week here on Rise Up. Until then, keep on rising. See you next week. This publication was made possible by Cooperative Agreement CDC RFA IP 211106 from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Its contents are solely the responsibility of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of CDC HHS.